0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Google Bard recently made a major update that is making Google Bard better at logic and reasoning and therefore better at math and code, something that ChatGPT and other AI models have notoriously been bad at. And I wanted to cover this on the podcast today because it is really interesting Uh, The way that they are doing this and their reasoning for it and how they kind of go about this problem So I think this is interesting because obviously this is a problem that a lot of different AI models have had and Google Traditionally has been quite like as far as the research goes Google is really ahead of their time They came up with the transformer model or some researchers at Google did Um, And the way that they think at things and and look at these problems, you know They really look at psychology in a lot of different, um, you know, non-computational areas to get the models for what they're doing. And once again, they're doing that with this kind of advanced reasoning thing. So um, I wanted to cover that on the podcast today because I think it's really impressive the way they are going about this. So the two big improvements that they are launching is number one, BARD is gonna be getting better at math tasks, um, coding questions, and string manipulation. And it also has a new export action to Google Sheets. So when BARD generates a table in its response, um, like if you ask it to create a table for a volunteer sign up for your animal shelter, or whatever you're planning on using it for, um, you can actually export that right to Google Sheets. I actually think this is a very useful feature because on um, Chat GPT, I've asked it for things before. It's come up with like a sheet there. um and you kind of have to try to copy and paste it, and this sells somewhere else. And the formatting doesn't always uh, work very good. So I think this is actually a really good use. I think Google is going to, have a lot of advantages in a way that they can um, export what Google Bard is generating into um, Google Docs and all of the other um, all of the other Google suite of things. And that being said, I think OpenAI is going to have that advantage as soon as they start integrating more heavily uh, with uh, Microsoft Word and the Microsoft suite because of their partnership there. So the the big thing that they're doing right now is better responses for advanced reasoning and math problems so a new technique called implicit code execution that's what google's calling it and this helps bard to detect computational prompts and run code in the background so as a result it can respond a lot more accurately to math tasks coding questions string manipulation prompts um, and it's getting a lot better here's a couple examples of some uh, prompts that bard is now going to be a lot better at doing um after this big update number one is if you ask it something you know like what is a prime factor of 1,568 if you ask it to calculate the growth rate of your savings or if you ask it to reverse the word lollipop? Um, and, that, and that last one's kind of funny, but they did have like an example of, you know, asking it to, you know, what is the reverse of the word lollipop? And it, you know, it did it, which typically Chad Chibutti and other models have a hard time doing something like that. Um, but what's interesting is they said, you know, Here, here's what it is. Here's the Python code I used to do this. And so how they actually did that is by writing Python code to solve that problem. Um, and so it's actually writing code in the back end to do a lot of problems for it versus, you know, like this is isn't just something it was trained to do in the back end. It knows it needs help with this problem so it can go and actually write a code that helps it solve that problem, which I thought was super interesting but digging a little bit deeper into some of its newer capabilities and how it's helping bard to improve its responses um the second big thing is the whole improved logic and reasoning skill side Uh, traditionally large language models or llms are prediction engines right there and it's not even that they're predicting the next word they're predicting the next like four letters and then they just kind of string that together and out pops all of these things that it's generating so when it's given a prompt, they generate a response um, by doing that. And as a result, they've been really capable on language and creative tasks, right? So um, things that you would, I don't know, feel like it's more like intuition or creativity, creative writing, that kind of stuff. But they are definitely weaker in areas with reasoning and math. We've seen this a lot with GPT. Um, And so in order to help solve this really complex problem um, with, you know, advanced reasoning and logic, Relying solely on LLM outputs isn't isn't really going to be enough. Google says they they don't believe that this is actually feasible, and so their new method or their new approach, which I think is absolutely genius, um, allows Bard to generate and execute code to boost its reasoning and math abilities, like what it did with reversing the word at lollipop. Um, so instead of just you know using a LLM to spit out the words, it believes it. It essentially can detect when something is uh, they have a categorized so there's different areas where it needs advanced reasoning logic or math and it will write code um, which I think is so interesting because you know in the past I was like oh man well they're just going to integrate it with a calculator and they're just going to integrate it with plugins kind of like what ChatGPT is doing but this approach is really interesting because it's still using generative AI but essentially it's Google generating code um, to solve its problems Without having to do these third party app integrations, which I think is really clever, really smart. Now, this is what I think is really interesting. They said that this approach takes inspiration from a well studied uh, dichotomy in human intelligence. So um, they say that it is, there's a book by Daniel Common called Thinking Fast and Slow. And in this book, there is the separation of system one and system two thinking. So, system one thinking is fast, intuitive, and effortless. So, for example, um when a musician improvises on the spot um or a touch typer thinks about a word and all of a sudden they watch it just appear on the screen you're using system 1 thinking it's more intuitive um but system 2 thinking is a lot more slow a lot more deliberate and a lot more you have to expend a lot more effort to do it so when you're carrying out um you know long division or when you're learning how to play a new instrument you're using your system 2 so in that analogy um, large language models, you can think of them kind of as operating exclusively under system one, right? These things, they just spit stuff out really fast. It's more intuitive. Um, they're producing text really quick, but there's not a lot of deep thought into it. And so this actually leads to some really amazing capabilities that we've seen out of GPT so far, but they definitely fall short and they're not perfect. Um, and yeah, it can be surprising in a lot of ways You know, when you ask it to solve a math problem, that seems fairly simple and it just kind of bombs. But at the same time, if you tried imagining yourself solving a math problem using your system one uh, alone, you wouldn't be able to do it, right? Like you can't, you wouldn't be able to actually stop and do the arithmetic. You just have to spit out the first thing that comes into your mind. And that obviously wouldn't be very successful for most people. So I think a really kind of like traditional computation Really closely aligns with this sort of system two thinking. Um, there's formulas. It's not very flexible, um, and you have to follow a very specific sequence of steps that can produce really impressive results. Um, but you have to be very deliberate with it. And so you can, you know, you can solve long division and all sorts of things. But this isn't the intuitive system one that we're used to and that we see out of ChatGPT. So with this latest update to um, Google Bard. They've combined essentially the capabilities of system one and system two, the large language models um, and traditional code. and they're doing this to really improve the accuracy of Bard's responses um, and and they're doing it by allowing it to um, do this kind of implicit code execution. So Bard essentially identifies prompts that might be from the logical code from the, like the logical side. Um, it writes this code under the hood and executes it and the results, um, have been really positive so far they did a bunch of you know internal um, testing and based off of their own testing the improvement in accuracy was quite impressive they said um, that in response to kind of adding this computational based word and math problem um, you know uh, system two thinking to it um, it improved uh, on their data set it improved the responses the the correct responses by around 30 percent so this is a pretty significant change of course this isn't perfect of course google Bard doesn't get everything right it doesn't i think for one they you know they noted that it doesn't generate the code correctly every time um so it still has issues with coding it's not perfect at that um i think it's going to improve right if they're making uh, a big push like this this isn't very far after google Bard launch and it's already getting better at some certain problems. I think we're gonna see, we're gonna continue to see them working and improving uh, a lot of these issues in really impressive ways. So this is gonna be a very interesting area to follow and watch to see if people like Anthropic and uh, ChatGPT integrate this. And that being said, um, Google is coming right out there and explaining exactly how they're doing this. And so you know, it's not like they have some secret uh, code or there's some secret you know strategies they're trying to hold back. They really are sharing this with everyone, which I think is awesome is because it's you know gonna push AI forward to be more effective and to be more accurate. Um, So I do give them kudos for that. So this is going to be very interesting to see how fast some of this technology continues to improve into the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast.